0: It's time to LOL. Listen out loud—that is, it's time for Anime Jam session with DJ Ron S, Mako chan and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey, everyone! Welcome to Anime Jam session, episode number one forty-three. We are that podcast talks about anime, cons, conventions, games, video games, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron S.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako Chan.
1: We are not live tonight, the week of December 9th slash 10th, 2013. <clears throat> we're normally live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. on the Vogue Network with an encore presentation Thursdays at 1. But we're doing something we don't do all that often. We're doing a taped show because I have... Um, st- work-related activities to do when this podcast is airing, and I'm not trying to rush all the way from Jersey, break my neck to get back here to record an episode.
2: The office Christmas party is a little uh, earlier, huh?
1: Yeah, I just got back from one tonight. Damn. Yeah, evidently there's uh, three going on this week.
2: Well, you're going to be pretty busy, huh?
1: Something like that there is one today, there's to one tomorrow for the uh, contract agency I work with, and then there is the official bank one. And I realize I can't go to the bank one well, uh, because I'm supposed to be going to um, the DerpyCon staff meeting Friday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but coworkers have convinced me I should go anyway, so I'm like, you know, I'll go stick around for about three hours and hop on the train back and go back to Jersey and so on and so forth. Why not?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. So let's get, let's uh, get down to the to the nitty gritty of things. Um, start with you, Ari. How was your week and how was your day? It uh,
2: was mostly uh, work-related stuff. Uh, I haven't gotten... That much overtime and lately, but uh, I imagine I'll get a lot more when it gets closer to the holidays. Yeah, because also wants we to had our off. first snowfall, and I fucking hate snow.
1: What is so bad about snow?
2: They had to clean it up. That it screws up the roads, and even worse was that you know they weren't expecting it to actually snow on Sunday night going into Monday morning, so the roads weren't treated, and we're like, oh goddamn it, I'm not going anywhere today.
1: But. Wasn't that
4: much though. I know but he but, I got mean, a lot.
2: Yeah, but down here we only got like, like five inches or so, and uh, a lot of that, the temperatures were uh, above freezing most of the day, and the rain washed away most of it.
4: Five. Oh yeah, the snow was gone by this morning, but still.
1: Five inches. We got like two, if that.
4: Yeah, I got. And, and... I got probably uh, probably a good six or seven inches here.
1: Jealous. I mean, it's not
2: like I'm in school anymore. When uh, you know, snow is hey, I won't have off, I won't have to go into school today. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore.
1: Yeah, when you're an adult, things are different. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but I still, have,
2: I still have to go into work, and and that mean I couldn't, couldn't stay home and just like ah, fuck I'd just play video games and drink.
1: Well, if you work retail and you go in during a snowstorm, you just stand there and watch. and You wait for the call from the district to close the stores.
4: You would be surprised at how many stupid fuckers still come out shopping (laughs) when it's snowing. I can't tell you how many times that there's been a blizzard and we've just been like when I was working for Target. There was a frickin' blizzard, and they were waiting for the store to close, and they couldn't close the store because people were dumb enough to come out and shop.
1: See, Best Buy and Staples doesn't do that. If it's snowing, real, if it's a snowstorm, even if people are shopping, they will still say, "Call, close the stores at X time, let the customers know.
4: Yeah, well...
1: When you work in the private sector, and if it snows really bad, since I work in Jersey and all, about half the people are are commuting in from New York, so you know they'll be there, but it's those who are driving, which means it'll probably be a dead day, and you know they're not going to send anybody home. People will start taking it on their own, um, to just leave early. Me, I'll just stay there for the eight hours and just sit on my ass and idle on Facebook.
2: Yeah, I was inordinately busy today mm. at work. Or at least I have my 3DS with me.
1: Well, that's good.
2: So yeah, that was my uh, week so far.
1: Okay, uh, Mako, how was your week and how was your day?
4: Um, My day was pretty much uh, boring. I did a little bit of cleaning, tried to find where the... Tree and decorations were, and they're buried in the garage, so I can't get to them. Um, Same location but,
1: as last year.
4: Well, last year we just didn't put it up. Ah, uh, but uh, we're gonna put it up this year. But it's just a matter of getting to it because we haven't really organized at all. <laughs> so it's like we got what...
1: all our our lights up. So it's like going in the garage and you go, "Oh fuck me."
4: Well, no, I can see it. It's just a matter of trying to figure out how to get over to it.
1: <laughs> and realizing that your Force powers aren't strong enough.
4: Something like that. Hmm. But, I mean, for the most part, I uh, hung out with some family that was in from California on Sunday. I'm sorry. No, this is good family, okay. so it's all right. <laughs> um, wait, 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 and... hold it, hold it, wait, hold yeah?
1: it. There's such a thing as Good family.
4: Yeah, the family that you don't see often—like maybe you see them once a year if you're lucky. Ah. Uh, okay. So it's 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 that kind of like okay, they don't put pressure on you or anything.
1: Fair enough, I like that.
4: But other than that, I'm basically impatiently waiting for everything that I ordered during uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday to come in, which it has been slowly.
1: Wait, you didn't go out and shop on Black Friday?
4: No, we discussed for you. I, right. We discussed what I did shopping on Black Friday, but I also ordered all a shit ton of stuff offline.
1: Ah, okay.
4: Like my uh, my Sailor Scout shirt, which smells like mint.
1: And the how to make your own home porn kit. I meant hentai kit. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah, no. No, but I did get my, uh, I finally, finally got in my uh, my Swap Magic discs so I can cheat on my PS2 games again. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm really, really excited about that one, actually. Mm. Got my uh, HDMI cables in, so I started playing some stuff on the 360, and it's so pretty on my TV now.
1: You're like, ooh,
4: ah. Yeah.
2: It's fun having a 360 hooked up with HDMI cables, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes, it is. So you're sitting there playing. You're like, oh, so this is what Ari and Ron would feel. So this is what it's like. That's what it's like. <laughs> well,
4: see, the most amazing thing is, is one, the TV's bigger than what I'm used to. That's what she's. So said. I can see a lot better. But also because I have the HDMI and everything is clearer, I can actually read the subtitles and it's not blurry. So you're saying you that could... was my issue. So you
1: saying you can see it coming. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah so the only other thing is um, I'm hoping that I either have off on Friday or am opening on Friday because there's uh, a thing going on at the local library on Friday mm. <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the local high schools is a uh, I guess their anime club is doing something at the library and Michelle Nuts is going to be there so I'm going to try and get over there and take pictures and just generally cause problems <laughs>
1: You need to show up with your sunglasses and be like, I'm her security detail
4: Yeah, no <laughs>
2: Now she has to dress up in a black suit for that too
4: No, if I'm able to go I'm wearing my Sailor Scout shirt
1: Or she'll show up as Angry Mandy you yeah, know mm-hmm.
4: I, if I if I have work I'm not cosplaying I'm leaving straight from work you know, so I will be wearing my new t-shirt and that's it
1: the funny thing is I've, been, I've heard they've been doing this since 2007 and my first thought is if they've been doing this since 2007 how come I've never heard of it
4: because it's small and at a library
1: one of the places you shouldn't have a convention at
4: well it's small it's high school kids doing it for their true it's not like it's a group of people saying, hey, look, we're having a convention. It's like three hours long.
1: What about ShinkoCon?
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's just it's a group of high school. It's, it's just a club at a high school going to the library and just having a bunch of people come and hang out and cosplay and all that stuff. <clears throat> I won't know exactly what's going on until I get there, so I'm really, really hoping I'm opening but, my luck, I won't be.
1: I thought the con was on Saturday.
4: No, it's Friday. It's not technically a convention.
1: Let me guess there's no dealer's room.
4: I don't know. The, there's very little information on it. You have to actually... Um, like, you have to register to go. And just like the, the thing that I did, I registered. It's called Anime Nation... It's in Tom's River. It's Friday at 6 p.m., and it's at a library, so you know that they're closing between 9 and 10, and that's that's basically it.
1: Are you sure this is not ShinkoCon?
4: I'm sure this is not ShinkoCon.
1: It sounds shady. Well, I shouldn't say shady, but it, you
4: know. Well, I mean, it's not a convention. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's They're not... Really claiming it for a convention, and yet people go strictly a high school anime thing.
1: And yet the people I know that are going are saying, "Are you going to the con? Are you going to the con? Are you going?" They're
2: mistaken. They think it's a con. It's almost a conditioned response for these people.
1: Any reason to cosplay?
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole cosplay parade and stuff like that, but I haven't seen anything out there about basically anything, whether there's a dealer's room or anything like that, I have seen nothing. And even the post that was linked that like you have to go onto to register to be able to get in doesn't really say a whole heck of a lot of what it's all about. Basically, it says what time it starts and when the cosplay parade starts. And that's about it.
1: You know, I'm thinking about... I've been looking at KatariCon I'm like, you know, I might not even cosplay. I might just... Just wear my VOG staff shirt both days, and that's it.
2: That sounds like a plan.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, I don't have one of those, so I will be cosplaying. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we gotta wait till fund
1: replenishing in the, in the uh, Anime Jam session Bank of Trust, okay?
4: Yeah, here it is. Uh... Load... Now yeah. Participate in the celebration of the art of Japanese animation, uh, anime cosplay encouraged. Special guest Michelle Knott's noted voiceover actress, well known for her work as Team Rocket's Jessie, in a little well known series called Pokemon. Uh, goes on to say what else she's done: uh, cosplay runway, anime e-gallery, games, and a raffle prize. Parents are always welcome and can hang out in the magazine lounge. Doors open at 6pm, Cosplay Parade at 6.30, and you must be registered to attend.
1: And we all know nothing's going to start on time.
2: Of course not. Yeah.
4: That is literally all that it says. So, there may be something else out there that explains a little, <coughs> a little better, but that's it. Okay. It is literally a gathering for a high school anime club.
1: It's a nerdling. That's what it is. Yeah. I can't believe I just said that.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. So my week and my day has been pretty good. Um, I met up with uh, a few people that were a uh, few uh, Team Four Star dubbers on Saturday. That Ooh, was cool. that's cool. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, I don't remember their names. I just know they worked on Attack on Titan: A Bridge and Sailor Moon: Abridge. Bridge.
2: The, one, the Takahata 101 and uh, possibly Kaiser Neko?
1: Probably. I know two. I know one of them is local. If it's not, them, they're affiliated with them. I just know they do a bridge stuff. But, so, there I am. I was supposed to meet up with them earlier to go see Frozen, but I couldn't because I got up, ready to go do stuff on my list, but I'm like, I've been doing, I've been getting up, like, I've been doing sleep, I've been sleeping five hours every single day for the last five days. I'm going to sleep for another hour and a half. Get up, eat, and go. I make my way to the post office, and then I realize I left my debit card at home. Walk back, go to the post office, line is too long, fuck it, go to the barber shop, two people in front of me. Then I just make my way down to the to Goodwill to pick up some clothing for Sunday's event, which I'm going to get into in just a bit. And then, they went to go see Frozen, so I spent the time going to Target to return the, the Nino Cooney Kuni Greatest Hits, so I could have the original uh, non-Greatest Hits copy. And I realized as I'm leaving, there was some stuff I needed to buy there, but I make my way back, idle at um, Starbucks for a little bit, then leave, meet up with the rest of them, and then we're hanging out. We go to Nintendo World, where I pick up this awesome Luigi uh, ornament to go on the tree that I hope to have up when I get back from the comp, from the staff meeting. Um, after that, we go to have dinner. We head over to the Dave and Buster's. they are like as practice as anywhere between seventy-five to hour forty-five minute wait. Fuck it. We, go to, we figure we go to this other place and then there's a diner downstairs. We're waiting ten minutes for a hostess before I lose my shit. Busboy shows up and like just seats us in the back. The servers in the back didn't know we were coming in. And I'm like, honestly, and, I'm, and we order, and I'm like, you think for a place that's practically empty, we wouldn't have to wait so long for our food? And we kind of realize, shit, at this rate, we was better off waiting for Dave and Buster's. Mm. So we get our food, and I go all um, Robert Irvine on on the food, and I'm like, "This is frozen. This is frozen." Da, da 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 da. And then I and I'm like, you know, the food was all right. At the price it was given for New York City, it's understandable if I paid these prices in the outer boroughs, I'd be kind of pissed.
3: Hmm.
1: Because the food was mediocre at best. Filling, yes. Mediocre, yes. Out of this world, not so much. And also, the upstairs neighbors are back. So I'm guessing things are back to normal. The the minivan outside is still parked, catty-cornered. And the monthly rent check is still, still taped to the door. And I'm waiting on them to text me if they, if I have the rent check ready. To that I will respond with, "It's taped against the door." It is what it is. What it is.
2: <clears throat> At least the uh, heat is still on, right?
1: Yeah. So t- I came in the other like last night, thinking that it was off. I stick my head into the, into the all room. And it's like I get smacked in the face by the Sahara Desert. Hmm. But on on a plus side, I have another. I have a my friend in upstate New York. We were talking, and she sent me an old issue of Anne America from two thousand eight. And if you open it up, I think it's like yet yeah, th- fourth page from the back. There is a picture of me dressed as Ronma.
2: Nice. And nice.
1: And once my, once my printer's up and running, which means I have to put a new ink cartridge in it so I can scan, I will scan and post this on the fan page. <sighs> so, normally we will be taking uh, comments from the chat room, but right now there's another show on the Vogue, so we're not going to invade on them. We're going to respect that, and we're going to go about our day. So, we're going to go ahead uh, take our first break and when we get back we're going to jump right into the thicket of things with the news. How does that sound to everyone?
4: Works for me. Sounds good.
1: Awesome. We'll be back.
5: はら聞いてみて。
6: If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extafer Wednesdays at 10 if you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's PodCulture.net with Brad Mondays at nine and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica Saturdays at ten. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D Styles and Company. You can find them at Facebook.com/TheBrooklynOtaku.
1: So let's get down to the current matter at hand here. Now, it is the holiday season. If you can't tell by the music that's playing in the background, or when you're going out walking up the street and seeing people's lawns, or, or hearing
2: the Christmas music nonstop since October on the radio.
1: October?
2: Mm. October. The yeah.
1: fuck? Are you serious? Yep. Yep.
4: Why would you start Christmas music in October? Because the same if... reason people start decorating in October.
2: Wait, stop. Christmas is just taking over every fucking thing and it's I'm starting to get burned down on it. Wait, 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 stop, stop.
1: People are decorating in October?
2: The shopping malls in my area have their Christmas stuff up before Halloween, including a Santa a Santa's workshop.
4: <sighs> I uh, had the same reaction. So- Target and Walmart didn't even have Thanksgiving stuff out because they went directly from Halloween to Christmas.
1: Well, that I can understand, and Rite Aid was the same way,
4: except that they started putting Christmas up before Halloween was over.
1: Now I remember walking in like second day in November, and th- and Rite Aid, yeah, the Christmas stuff was there, but there was also Thanksgiving stuff too.
4: No, oh, my local, my local Target and Walmart. Um, they had one or two aisles for Halloween, and then the rest of their seasonal, which is like five or six, they didn't have Thanksgiving, they had already started putting up Christmas, and this is like two weeks before Halloween.
1: What the fuck?
4: Yep. (coughs) That was a reaction I had.
1: I think at this point I would be bitching to a manager and be like, tell your district manager this, you know?
2: Yeah, it goes in one ear and out the other with these people.
1: Yep. Mm. Hmm. You know, that reminds me, I gotta go dig into my little cubby hole to get all my Christmas decorations out so I know what I'm putting on this this little two foot tree. That's going to be fun. But let's get down to the let's get down to the news. Now,
2: <coughs> Pardon me.
1: You're pardoned. Now I don't know about you guys and you ladies, but when the holidays were around like this, I sort of have like a list of Christmassy Hanukkah. Movies I like to watch. Die Hard. A, Chris, <laughs> a Christmas Story.
4: Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Um, what's that one? Uh, the, the Hanukkah one. I can't remember the name of it.
4: Hebrew Hammer. Eight, oh, I was going to say Eight <laughs> Crazy
1: Nights. You know what? I should. I haven't watched Eight Crazy Nights since it came out on video. Mm, I should put that on my list. And then there's um Polar Express.
2: I don't know. The CGI in that uh, weirded a lot of people out.
1: I,
4: don't know, I, I liked it. Uh, isn't one of the Ghostbusters movies during Christmas?
1: The first movie is par- during Christmas, but you really can't count that because it's like just for one section of the movie. It's around the holidays, you know.
2: Besides, Die Hard is more of a straight example because the, it being Christmas is is central to the plot. That's the reason, you know, John McClain was in New York to begin with. You
1: mean LA? LA, sorry. And then it it's being been in a long day. And then being in D C for the second one where he says, How how does how come the same shit happens to the same same guy twice? <laughs> but the reason anyway, I'm
2: sorry to interrupt you. what, what were you saying about a uh, holiday stuff?
1: The reason why I brought this up because there is a list here put out by Anime News Network called Seven Christmas Animes to Ring in the Season. You know, it says even a most secular country like Japan can't escape the Christmas holiday cheer, especially if you w- listen to our podcast where we talk about how they go nuts for KFC. And that's serious business, folks. Mm-hmm. Christmas is celebrated with a, as a couple's holiday with an explicable focus on cake, with the usual decorated trees and Santa Claus cameos. Anime series will throw in a Christmas episode the same way there is a beach episode and a cooking episode. As for me, I will always kick things off with Ron Mo and have the Tendo family Christmas scramble, which depending on how much time I have, I may watch that tonight. But ANN has their list. Seven favorite seven stuff you should watch. Uh number seven, it's Masanta. It's rare to get a whole anime about Christmas, but leave it to the creator of Love Hina, Kent Akamats, to retell the story of Christmas humbug discovering the meaning of Christmas with a romantic twist. The Christmas hater in this is a guy born on Christmas Eve whose parents are to be hilarious, named him Santa. He meets Mai, thus the My My Santa pun, and sort of a Santa in training who's determined to use her Christmas magic to turn Santa's mm-hmm. attitude around. I might have to go looking for that.
4: That one actually sounds interesting. I've never seen that one. Yeah.
1: You should actually see what number six is.
4: Oh, I see what number six is. Sailor Moon S movie, Hearts and Ice. Mm-hmm. This winter themed Sailor Moon movie features cameos by Santa Tuxedo Kamen as Tokyo finds itself frozen solid by an evil ice queen. If you like magical girls, topless monsters and cats changing into humans instead of more traditional Christmas stuff, this hour long movie is perfect, and this is actually one of my favorite ones.
1: See that's something you could watch not just during Christmas but during winter period Mm-hmm. I'm one of those who, there are still there are still some holiday songs that don't mention Christmas. You can still listen to it after Christmas because it's like it talks about winter and stuff like that
3: mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see uh, number five is White Album, somewhere John Lennon is crying. The second series, no, is currently...
1: no, no. Everybody else is crying when he married Yoko Ono. Carry on. Besides that, yeah.
2: <clears throat> The second series is currently airing in Japan and streaming on Crunchyroll, but it has nothing, but it has nothing on the wintry romance of the first season. The series follows a college art age protagonist Toya Fuji as he attempts to date his sweetheart-turned-idol Yuki. Get it? In a time before cell phones, series is one drama after another with Christmas as a major plot
3: point.
1: Mm. Number four, Chikoto Sister. Chikoto Sister was, is was skipped over by North American licensors right up meat but it seemed right up Media Blasters alley. The show focuses on a child Haruma who, in his youth, acts Santa for a little sister. Now, living alone as a 20-something bachelor, he's surprised when a female Santa on a sleigh brings him a little sister, who he names Choco. Haruma is now responsible for raising his new little sister and teaching her about the world. Sounds like one of those slice-of-life type animes.
3: Hmm.
2: Wonder how many little kids have asked, or have asked for a little brother or sister for a Christmas, and the parents just kind of like cringe and glance at each other you Mm. know apprehensively
4: yeah but i know just as many that have asked for a little brother or sister for christmas and gotten it well (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: all i gotta say
4: uh number three polar bears cafe episode number 37 the polar bear cafe christmas episode might be standard in plot the characters mull over what gifts they're going to get and if there will be a party. The difference is, of course, that the characters are a polar bear, penguin, llama, alpaca, and other furry folk. It's suddenly much cuter than a wolf, uh, when a wolf shows up in a Santa costume with Christmas cake. A penguin tells his traditional comedy routine, an alpaca knits some socks, and a pair of otters go out on a date. Aww.
2: The term Christmas cake also refers to a woman who uh, is 25 years old older, of age or older, believing herself to be uh, undesirable because she's quote-unquote old. At least that's the way it is in Japan.
1: Now you gotta think of Sam and Max when we talk about, like, fruitcake? But anywho. <laughs>
2: uh, number two, what you were talking about earlier, yes. the Rama Half OVA episode number two, Nintendo Family Christmas Scramble.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Nintendo's Sayotomi family decide to throw a huge Christmas party at the dojo. Literally, everyone shows up. Usual jealous hijinks ensue, but it all comes together with a Christmas karaoke and gift exchange. Pardon me. The the episode is like an anime version of Four Christmases or any of those wacky family holiday films of characters you actually like.
1: Well, kind of, sort of, yeah. I saw
2: Four Christmases and it wasn't really all that good.
1: It kind of is more like um, it was that one Christmas movie with Ben Affleck and um, James Gandolfini. It's more like that. Worst Christmas movie I ever saw, though. Christmas with the Cranks. That sounds like it's a bad
2: movie. These two people, the, the titular Cranks, well, their kids are grown, and they decide, and yeah, we're gonna go for a, we're gonna go on a cruise for Christmas instead of doing all the gaudy, you know, <clears throat> time exa- time exhausting holiday shit." Isn't but um, uh, isn't... they get uh, bullied into it by their neighbors.
1: Is it Tim Allen in that movie with um? Yeah.
2: Jamie Lee Curtis yeah yep they're the titular cranks wow I remember film brain reviewed it for a bad movie beatdown and uh he and like just pretty much everyone else who took the movie with a critical eye pointed out what if these people were non-white non-waspy like what if these people were say jewish or like muslim or or god or an atheist and decided that they're going to bully these people into celebrating christmas when they don't want to
1: Oh, I, that would be something, so you talk talking about a Medea Christmas, then. <laughs> Please, Tyler Perry, stop with the Medea movies. We're kind of annoyed I, by now.
2: I haven't seen a single one of them, but that's probably a good thing.
4: Yes, yes you know, it is. You know, he'd stop with them if people stopped watching them. That's the issue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's
4: but, continue, though.
1: But he got a pass because he was an admiral in the damn Star Trek movie. Let's continue. Yeah. I was gonna say about the Ron uh, episode. It all starts because Kasumi gets this. She had a dream where Santa tells her to host this Christmas party, and the Beaky looking at her like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> then yeah, it kind of goes down down pretty quickly with full of hilarity. Number one, Tokyo Godfathers. A warm and fuzzy holiday movie about forgiveness and family. Tokyo Godfathers follow three homeless friends who find a baby on Christmas Eve. The three unlucky godparents encounter a series of coincidences revealing each other's past while searching for the baby's birth parents. Directed by the late Satoshi Kone, if you were going to choose one anime Christmas and the season on, stick with this one.
4: I may just I have to. I love Tokyo Godfathers. I've
1: yet to see it. I may have to now.
2: Also, I noticed that, uh. I don't know why, but there's like. Like four people in the uh, King of Fighters universe, at, at least four, who are uh, born on je- on uh, December 25th. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Karnov, the uh, antagonist from Fighters' history. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Ramon, who was introduced in I believe uh, 99, 99 wasn't. He's the uh, luchador from Mexico with the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Um, Eiji Kisaragi, who's a rival of the uh, Shinarini Clan.
1: Yeah, I know who uh, that is. Yeah.
2: Uh, Daiki Nakamura, who. Who, oh, he's, oh, never mind, that's a voice actor, sorry. And uh, the one I've known for a long time, Robert Garcia. Ah, ha, ha. I don't know why, I don't know if that's a purposeful thing or it's just a coincidence or someone who writes the uh, backstories for these people just, just you know, had that stuck on the info loop, like, oh, January, like December 25th seems like a good enough day as any. And then they'd, like, go back and look at it and be like, Oops. Oh, well. Isn't that always the case? Sometimes. Yeah.
1: Well, moving right along. Sitting fancy free.
4: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, motorcycle.
2: Uh,
1: who wants to take this one?
2: Mako, you want to? Mako. 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 Slap.
4: Yeah. Uh. Ugh. It- So, people are saying a K-pop group ripped off Loopin' the Third's theme song. Popular Korean group Crayon Pop gets flack for its alleged costume knockoffs, and now some are wondering if the group's newest single, Lonely Christmas, doesn't rip off the theme song for anime Loopin' the Third.
1: Well, shall, shall we go to the tape for this?
4: I believe we shall.
1: All right. I'm going to turn it up a little bit now. This is Lonely Christmas. Oh wow! The video got pulled. <laughs> bum bum, bum, bum. Well, well, let's see if I can uh, quickly.
2: This third one has a uh, direct. Com- said a Korean YouTuber has a direct comparison of each song's intro.
1: Third that one? might help. Mm, yeah, the last one. Well, let's go for it and see what it. See what it is. Yeah, it's noticeable. Yeah. See, but I kind of want to hear more of it. I mean, now, this is my personal opinion. Why are people getting all upset about it? Because, um, mm, some good iced tea. Rappers do this shit on the regular. They will sample an old beat or something like that to do their music. But no one says anything. And when it does, it's not even that big of a deal. I mean, I flipped out when um, Lil John sampled Ozzy's Crazy Train, you know, and I don't know for a fact I wasn't the only what one. What the fucking what? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. He sampled Crazy Train.
4: Well, the thing is, the with fuck? things like this, depending on how much you take from the mm-hmm. song, sometimes you can get away with it, and sometimes you have to actually pay to use that sample that's the issue. If it's just a small section where it's just like a refrain or something like that, that's usually okay. But if you're taking a huge section, you usually have to pay for the use or people do so. Alright. So that's, that's basically what people are looking at. Um, they're looking to see if if it is the same, which if they change the notes, like if they change the, um, the pitches even a little bit, it's technically not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's okay because it's just the beginning section of that song. Maybe they did pay for the sampling. A lot of people are trying to figure out what it is. If it's just outright plagiarism, if it is just a small sampling, if they paid to use it if it's even okay because of where it is in the song and how they're using it in the song. But it seems it's just the beginning of the song that uses that. But again, it's the beginning of that song that uses the beginning of the theme song. It's a massive gray area, in other words. Yeah.
1: It's always been a gray area a lot of times. But I did quickly uh, search through YouTube. I did find a song, so let's really compare it. So this is... Crayon Pop's Lonely Christmas. Okay. Now it
2: just sounds like they're just doing that, that beginning part. Yeah.
1: Now I have Lupin III, the Third, the original opening here. Let's go with this. Alright, am I, can I Will I get hung if I say I don't really hear That much of a difference between the two?
2: No, not really
1: I mean, I, in the beginning I hear the distinction Crayon Pop just They just took like that, they just sampled that one Part and just really enhanced Like the bass behind it And and the beat and just went with it And they just, and in the background They kind of repeat it like part of the song as a back- as a background beat, but I don't see a reason for people to flip out over that
4: well, again, it all depends on mm-hmm. you're looking there's a lot of people that, because Lupin is such a classic yeah, don't want people to screw with it
1: uh, and i I understand like
4: that. when um uh, what the hell was it? Yeah, I'm trying to think now.
1: Do I have to get the Jeopardy theme?
4: No, just continue on with something else. All It'll right. come to me later.
1: Alright. See, like I said, I, I hear it, but it's not, that, it's not enough where you should actually flip a shit over it, but then again, this day and age of anime and fandom, any reason is worth flipping a shit over.
2: It's as though any kind of, uh, even an homage, how much... If they're trying to be respectful to it, people will still, you know, lose their shit over it. Yeah. That's what it sounds like it's going on here. Yeah.
4: Anywho. Um... Okay, the other... Th- the one I was thinking of is Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. When they took part of... Um, I've Had the Time of My Life. Yes. And used it for their song, The Time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people flipped the shit. Including me. I can understand Because that. when they did it, it was... When it came out, it was very, very shortly after Patrick Swayze passed. And he's the one that sang that song.
1: Under, well, under those circumstances, I can understand that.
4: So, I mean, it's it's kind of that. I mean, you've got people that grew up with this anime and mm-hmm. listening to this song. And it's still a very, very popular anime. And Their then glasses, got, when
2: they look at it, are kind of rose-colored.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you've got some... K pop group that goes, oh, well, let me just use this because people like it and it'll make us popular.
1: Well, yeah. The group is very subpar by best, but I tell you what, look at it this way. At least it wasn't a North Korean pop group. Then and...
2: we'd never hear it. And they would have been executed for being enemies of the state.
1: Oh, point taken. Point taken. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Ooh, may I? Go for it.
2: The January 4th lineup for Toonami has been revealed. Thanks to uh, ToonamiFaithful.com Toonami posted a bit on their Tumblr account detailing the new regular schedule when
1: Toonami returns in in January.
2: The regular schedule will be 1130
1: Space Dandy. I'm actually looking forward to that. I want to see that.
2: 12 o'clock Bleach. Pass. 1230 AM Naruto Shippuden.
1: May have to watch.
2: One o'clock A.M. One Piece.
1: Fuck them, fuck pirates. <laughs> They're not real pirates.
2: One thirty Soul Eater.
1: Okay. Two o'clock Sword Art Online. I'll be grabbing my Dot Hack DVDs. Two thirty A.M. Fully Cooley. Get the alcohol ready.
2: Means <laughs> those same six episodes repeated over and over again.
1: It's sort and of it's sort of like Cowboy Bebop, except that no one really complained about Cowboy Bebop because it's Cowboy Bebop.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe when that runs out, they'll put something else in there. I don't know. Probably. Anyway, three o'clock. Naruto, uncut uncut, starting over at episode one.
1: Oh, um, it's not so bad.
2: <laughs> Believe it. That's <laughs> the way. Oh, oh, I gotta tell you that's something they shared on my Facebook earlier. Um, three thirty a.m. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood.
1: All right, I can get with that. I have to. I'm like, I have to finish watching that series now.
2: Four o'clock, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex.
1: Maka, we'll have our DVR set for that.
4: Don't need to.
2: Four thirty a.m. IGPX.
1: I'd rather they show um another show besides IGPX. Um, that other car mecha anime, the one that the one that we always we always lose our Megas? shit over. Yeah, Megas, Megas XLR. X4. Yes. So would I have it, you
2: know, here's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Five o'clock. Star Wars Clone Wars. No one cares. You no one cares 5:30 inuyasha. Again, no one cares.
4: If no one cared, they wouldn't be playing it. Mm-hmm.
1: They need to no. fill the time slot. No one
4: cares,
2: which is why it's at 5:30
4: AM.
1: Exactly. If you are if you are up to 5:30 morning to watch Inuyasha,
4: I think you got problems.
1: Either that, or you have to get up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning to
2: do something really early.
4: Or, you're watching the East Coast feed and West Coast time, and it's only 3 by the time you're done. It's, uh, be 2.30. Well, I'm saying yeah. 3 by the time you're yeah. done. It'll well,
1: it at
2: 6 o'clock, 5, four, three.
1: Yeah, that's, see, that, that I can understand. I, I, I and can get that, yeah. Anyway, as I was saying earlier, DJ, uh, <laughs> or if you're smart, you have the West Coast feed of Adult Swim and you're up at 8 o'clock in the morning watching it.
4: <laughs> that
1: works too. <laughs> New mean is set to Sunday morning cartoons.
2: Anyway, as I was saying, yeah. it, I found on, on my uh, Facebook feed, it was uh, Zack Ryder aff- apparently was at a convention and he found a statue of Naruto. Yeah. Like a life size He goes. I don't know who this is, but he's obviously a broski. He spikes his hair, and he's got a headband. And I'm like, you are now picturing Naruto using woo-woo-woo instead of believe it, or dattebayo, whichever translation you have.
1: Have come, fun with that. Come on. I, I can picture Naruto coming down, down to the squared circle. Come on. Come on.
3: Okay.
2: And we, of course... we got to get away from this, otherwise Mako will get pissed at us again.
1: And, yep. and the Miz will be Sasuke. Moving right along. <laughs> You have to share that to our Facebook page. I will.
3: (laughs) Oh
2: God. Anyway, what's next? Because I I got an image of Naruto belting Sasuke with a chair. Now I'm stuck on it. Can't
1: you tell by the music? It's that one anime that makes you want to get up and fight. You don't care. You just have that urge to just whoop ass, you know, just like fuck this shit, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's live on that live action. Attack on Titan gets a release date and a new director. Well, except for the creator of Gundam, which we're going to get into that in a few. Everybody I mean, I loves. Totally skipped a
4: bunch of stuff, but all right.
1: Well, you know what it is? When I clicked on the links, it was just the order that my friggin' browser threw everything in.
4: That's okay.
1: Well, we'll, we'll cover all the Attack on Titan stuff together, and then we'll jump back to that.
4: Well, no. All yeah. the Attack on Titan stuff is together. We just skipped what the first one was. Yeah.
1: Oh, y- well, yeah.
4: So you take this, I'll take the other one, and we'll just continue on.
1: What? Fine. Works for me. Was, the series got started with, in the manga in 2009. The adaptation into an anime happened in 2013, and it just brought the series to number one top spot. And there's been talk of a live-action theatrical version, which I believe is coming out by Toho, the Japanese production, because if you know if it was an American version, everybody would lose their shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, case in point, i care. Well, anywho, and Speed Racer, um, but anywho, what The first word has happened in 2011, Tetsuya Nakashima, uh, director of the Academy Award-nominated Revenge Tale Confessions, was supposed to do this film. And this was before the anime was going to happen and the po- how popular the series got. But they kind of held off on things until things kind of calmed itself down somewhat. Uh, two years after that, Toho is given a long way update about the status. Instead of Nakashima, Shinji Higuchi will be directing this movie. He did the much lauded historical drama, The Floating Castle, and has an extensive and background special effects, having lent his talents to both the Godzilla and Gamera franchises. So I think that's a, really a good thing. H- Higuchi is no stranger to anime. He's one of the original uh, G- studio Gainax team. It has worked on the Wings of Haname's, Evangelion, and Kill la Kill. And oh my god, Kill la Kill is, is awesome. It's, wow. Anywho. The writers attached to this, um, let's see, a pair of writers will be, att- will be handling the, the script with the first being movie critic Tomohiro Machi- Machiyama, who attended film school in the US, and is a friend of the creator of the series, Hajime Isayama. Machiyama will collaborate with Yusuke Watanabe, who previously served as a scriptwriter for two live action films the, re- the theatrical release of Gantz, Perfect Answer, and, and before that, it was a 2009 TV series called The Drops of God, which was a series about wine.
2: Sounds right about, about our, our, up our alleys. Yeah,
1: the casting is, is happening right now. The film will be in theaters in 2015. And given the background of these people, uh, I, I have nothing but the utmost faith and respect in what they're doing. But here's something interesting, though. The creator of Attack on Titan, Hajime Isayama, said in an interview with Whitescreen.jp that he's been evolving his manga, which includes adding new elements. Part of the change is that he abandoned his plans for a series with a traumatizing ending. He had been thinking about something along the lines of Frank Darabont's adaptation of Stephen King's The Mist. But because of the response to the manga and anime series, he has left him unable to take that path and a bit lost. Because of the support the series is getting, he doesn't want to slap the fans with a traumatic conclusion. Yeah, well, unless you lose your shit. And everybody just loves it. And you're like, what the fuck, case of point, Ava? Because, honestly, I don't think the fans are going to care what you do as long as you don't kill Mikasa. As long as she stays alive, I don't think anybody else is going to give a fuck about any other character.
4: I don't know. When you're talking about dramatic conclusion, I can see it being... A free-for-all death match.
1: What about Naruto? Oh wait, yeah. they all came back. Sure. Never mind. Oh, they're going He'll to go away. off left and right. Yeah, they'll be going away again. Eventually, the Edo Tensei will wear off. Mm, well, yeah, I guess Mikasa, Eren, Levi, Hanji. I guess if you don't kill those four, and Armin. I guess if you don't kill those five characters off, it's gonna be alright. I guess. Mako, what do you think?
4: Um... I haven't liked an anime yet that one of the main characters wasn't killed off, so... Mm. One of them will probably die. At least a semi-main character? Well, yeah. Main character, semi-main character. Somebody that everybody loves. Somebody is going to die, and people are going to lose their shit. That's just how anime and manga works.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, because I think when we started watching Attack of Titan, when we thought... I'm like the fuck you killed off Aaron. it's not even five episodes what the fuck and then you find out he's a titan you're like whoa
4: yeah well you can't say anything like that look at Gurren Lagan.
1: well yeah
4: you go through this whole thing thinking one person's the main character and then he dies halfway through and go aw oh, fuck
1: ain't that a bitch
4: I can't tell you how many people I know that stopped watching it after that
1: can we throw in there about Phil uh, Metal Alchemist when Hughes died? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. god,
2: that was so fucking sad.
1: Yes, it was. I mean, I still have the picture on my phone from Otacon two years ago. There, A picture of Amaze Hughes laid out in front. Alright, R you know when you walk into the, main, into the BCC? When you walk mm-hmm. all the way in and you go right where those bank of phones are? Yeah. There was a Hughes laid out by one of those banks of phones.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And I have a picture of that. I was like, uh, um, I was speechless. I understand getting into your character and all, but
2: damn. The only thing that could have made it more complete was if there was a uh, Alex uh, Armstrong cosplayer, you know, silently weeping
1: well if there was a skit maybe but yeah any anywho now I did allude to something earlier in regards to uh, Gundam and Attack on Titan would you Maka would you like to take care of that
4: yeah sure Um, So the creator of Mobile Suit Gundam revealed on his online magazine, uh, Tomino Ryo no Tomino, that he's not a fan of Attack on Titan. Uh, Tomino wrote that while he applauds Isama for using his experiences as a victim of school bullying to inspire his work, he otherwise found Attack on Titan's art crude, grotesque, and comparable to pornography. Tomino Tomino stated that he doesn't even want to talk about the series, let alone read it. He wrote, Attack on Titan is a work that straight out conveys the author's mood. On one hand, One Piece is a shonen manga that masterfully lets tens of thousands of people enjoy its content easily. Attack on Titan is a very personal manga to the author and is very difficult to read. I've seen the author's television news appearances once or twice, and I fully understand what kind of person he is. He has said that because he was bullied in the past, now he uses his manga to let out those feelings of resentment. I do have to say, though, that I am glad that he collects pictures of people with unfavorable unfavorable faces for references to draw titans. In other words, the entire manga is not just the author's moods or feelings. Even though he says that he's bad at drawing, he makes sure to work hard to draw the thing he hates the most, and still serializes the manga. This is because he's working first to become an author, then a manga creator.
1: Okay, and people lost their shit over that. Some people backed uh, Tomino. Some are like, the fuck is your problem? I say this, well when you create a fucking franchise and all you got to do is sit on your ass and collect royalties on the regular you can pretty much say whatever the fuck you want
4: but yeah for the most part yeah,
1: but when you see the next generation coming in
2: you can't just step on all
1: yeah, over you them you got to guide them like you know I understand not everyone's gonna like different mangas... This and that... But let me be a bit more tactful... And also... Who here hasn't drawn from a... From a bad experience growing up to... Draw... Write a story... Do this or do that... Who hasn't? A lot of times we draw from those bad experiences... To do... Be creative with it... And sort of like tell our spin... Or a a fictionalized story of how it should be, or this or that. I mean, come on.
2: Or at the very least, have it as catharsis. Mm Mm-hmm. Therapy and shit like that.
1: Exactly. Mako?
4: I don't know. I think a lot of people do that, but while not a lot of people end up publishing their works, trying to get their anger and resentment and all that stuff out. Some people do. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at all the songs about breakups and exes and all that kind of crap. And they're usually the the singer's most popular songs.
1: Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. Mm -hmm. Eminem, almost every other song on any of his albums.
4: Taylor Swift. What? Wow! Every single freaking song is about one of her exes.
1: Wow! Did you ever, did you, did you ever see like the meet, like the comic strip about that? It just show shows her looking angry, her dating a guy, breaking up in the studio, and then collecting this big pile of cash and a whole while she still has that grumpy cat esque angry look on her
4: face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that it gets out, and because people can relate to it and understand it, it becomes popular and blows the fuck up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey. It is what it is. And you know I'm actually trying to find that damn webcomic. Well, I don't let's think, continue yeah. on
4: while you're looking.
1: Alright. Let's see. <clears throat> let me let me pull up my... Let me go back to the browser page here and close this out.
4: Well, I think yep. it's Ari's turn. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: A man was arrested for using his Idolmaster credit card. For better or worse, it's practically essential to modern living, especially in the developed world. And with that ubiquity, comes the natural tendency for less than savory types to try and get away with all matters of nefarious fakery. But unfortunately, the only offense one Japanese traveler committed in America was that being a h- hardcore Idolmaster fan. According mm. to his tweets, the LA pol- police did not take comment to the traveler's use of a totally legitimate Idolmaster-themed th- credit card issued by his bank and home. Apparently, a staff at the business he attempted to pay something... The, the staff at a business he attempted to pay for something with the card at, were confused by the gaggle of anime girls in the traveler's card and thought it was some kind of forgery, prompting them to call the police. The traveler was arrested, though things were eventually cleared up with the help of the Japanese consulate. Aside from the possible sin of having a rather tacky credit card design, it's hard to see how the tourists did anything wrong. If anything, it's a store staff in the LAPD it looks even less credible, considering the customized credit cards are actually quite common in the U.S., even the likes of anime-themed cards are hardly unheard of. Hell, Capcom was selling its own Street Fighter-themed visas not too long ago.
1: See, but here's the thing. You know who, was very, you know who more or less pioneered making your own credit cards like that images? Capital One. But here's I remember the, that. Yeah, but, the
2: no-hassle card. Yeah,
1: they still do that, but here's the difference. If you're looking at the credit card, What's wrong with this picture?
2: The, guy, uh, the guy's name and credit card number are right there on it for anyone to use. Mm,
3: not
1: that doesn't worry because no, expiration it's, it's date is right, zero, zero, zero
4: zero zero zero. Yeah, the one on here is a fake credit card. Yeah. Oh.
1: If his credit card is just like this, the bank name is missing.
2: Oh yeah, you, you got a point there. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying, if this is what his card was, and there is no bank name, I would su- automatically suspect that it's a fake card because of that.
4: Well, one, there is small Japanese lettering at the very bottom, which could well be the bank name.
1: No, I I think it's the actual image with the copyrights and stuff.
4: That's possible too. Yeah. The well, no, because the up up at the top corner is the copyright images, with the Idolmaster name and things like that. The bank name could also be on the back of the card, to not take away from the picture.
1: Alright, alright.
4: So, I mean, that doesn't bother me. It Considering it has everything on here that it would need, the chip the seal, the visa logo it has the name a number and all of that bullcrap
2: it still looks legit
4: yeah Mhm.
2: we can't see the back of it so we can't verify any kind of security code but I imagine it would be on there as well
4: yeah so I mean just to, to think that something like that would cause somebody to call the cops and then the cops would arrest the guy Hmm. without even looking at the credit card that seems yeah well it's still LA Yeah. they suck
1: (laughs) and people are talking about and questioning this and one person posts a link to a Kardashian themed debit MasterCard what the shit And to that someone responded with I just died a little on the
2: inside. Yeah, I would be more embarrassed carrying around Kim Kardashian on my car than than an idol masterpiece of fan art. If like, uh, you art were art walking like around
1: that. with a Kardashian credit card, I would take I would jack your car and run you over with it several times.
2: And I would totally not blame you for that. <laughs> I don't
4: know when the uh basically create your own credit card thing came out. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about doing joining up with it, but to do that and do your own personal card you had to be, like when it first came out, you had to be like one of the top tier credit card users.
1: But now, that doesn't matter. Hell, I remember for a while there were some sites where you could have your own image-themed checks, and I was actually going to pay to have Ron have themed uh, checks.
2: I have my own theme on my checks. I hardly use them, so no one ever sees them, but you know, there's that.
1: But they were asking for like thirty five or forty bucks to do it. I was like, you know what, fuck this. It ain't that serious to me. And as somebody says, this has got to be the most ignorant story I've ever heard involving a fraudulent credit card. I feel for that tourist, man. I can't say I no don't blame him.
2: I no. bet his ass didn't shop there anymore.
4: Mm. No, and it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, if he was. Uh, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like really hyping it up and being excitable about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it is what it is. Now, it's time for that one section of the show where we talk about crazy stories from Japan. Normally, we'd open the Skype line, but nobody knows we're doing this. So we're going to go right into it. All right. Who wants to start this off? I'll
2: take this first one. All right. The Docomo function locks smartphones to prevent use while walking. We all do it when we've all been irritated by others doing it. Walking while checking something on your phone—you know that it's dangerous—but when you're in a hurry and need to check an urgent mail or see if anyone liked your witty status update, it's hard not to give the screen just a quick glance on the go. Japanese mobile provider Docomo has developed a service to remove the very temptation from your life, though. By setting your Android smartphone t- to safety mode, it'll give you an internal—it'll give you an error message if you try to use it while walking. Cruise control for pedestrians is finally here. The new free feature is completely voluntary and even allows you to set the sensitivity of the motion sensor to three levels. Once it's activated, if you try to use your smartphone while walking, you will get this error message instead. Using your smartphone while walking is dangerous the phone senses you are walking, please stop. In order to get the screen to go away, you can stop walking, tap the close button on the screen to get 10 seconds of use, or hold down the power button to get 5 seconds of access to your pocket valve. Of course, this function is opt-in, it probably won't do much to stop people who regularly walk in text, but maybe we'll stop the occasional chatter and prevent a few accidents. This actually sounds like a really good idea. It,
1: it does. I mean, I found myself today kind of avoiding people while checking my messages because in between leaving work and going to a train, I want to catch what I can because signal is kind of... it's. I have a signal, but it's just retarded.
2: I at least, you know, stop when I'm checking my, uh, t- my phone or my email or I'll at least, like, pull off to the side because... I don't want to be that asshole who bumps into someone while they're checking their phone, and they're so engrossed that they don't even try—they don't even try to apologize or even look up from their phone at the mm-hmm. person they bumped into. Because that's just asshole-ish, you know. You've had that happen before, haven't you? What? You do? Mm-hmm. Like someone just bumps into you while they're yeah. watching their, their phone and don't even like say "excuse me" or anything.
1: I usually end up shoulder-checking them.
4: I just keep walking. Eh. I usually walk
1: around them. And step on their foot as you walk around them.
4: No.
3: Oh.
1: Okay. Woman arrested for calling police over 15,000 times in six months. Okay. I can understand if it's an old woman. Because I guess old people have nothing else better to do
2: they're completely out of touch with the things of today.
1: Yeah, like Grandma Mako. Okay. You know I'm right! Okay. What? (laughs) Whatever. You know I'm right! Whatever. (sighs) The one time I'm on your side, damn it. Mm Mm-hmm. I am. Okay. Oh, no, one... it's
4: the grandma comment that I'm pissed about. Ugh. Really? Grandma?
1: I said grandma, Mako, not you.
4: Oh, that's better. <laughs> I s- swear to Christ. Anywho,
1: in Osaka, a woman has been arrested for. Harassment of the Metropolitan Police Department after call, having called 110, the emergency number there, 15,000 times in the last half year alone. Police say that Tomomi Monme, 44, unemployed, faces charges of fraudulent disturbance of, poli- of official police business. According to the police, since May of this year, Monme has dialed 110 for the Osaka Police over 15,000 times, often dialing over 900 900- Nine hundred times a day using her cell phone. Police have said that Mom May has called countless times and before listening to the person at the end of the line would quickly hang up the phone. Police say they visited her at least sixty times to warn her but she would but she would talk to them. Only through the building intercom, usually saying she was tired and had to go to bed, as quoted. Police said that in most calls, Mon May would request that they arrest neighbors or acquaintances, but was vague about why. Okay, I can understand the 900 times, because you have redial. But...
4: 900 times in a day?
2: <laughs> Repeatedly?
4: I mean, can, I, I can't even imagine sitting there for that long. Does this woman live
2: like in so... a black, an apartment blackened windows and like all the... The door boarded up or something. Damn, that, this is fucking insane levels of paranoid.
1: I mean, comments call me crazy, but shouldn't they have arrested her after like a thousand phone calls? They, a hundred, maybe they visit. I
4: would have
2: pulled that arrest trigger a lot quicker.
4: Now, here, hmm? how is that even possible? That works out to be about four calls per hour, every hour, every day for six months. Uh. As I said by Jean yeah. Dollar- here. here. Yeah. I just did the math assuming that she sleeps 8 hours a night, she would have had to dial on average of once a minute for 16 hours straight to be able to achieve this.
1: I think then I think the numbers are slightly exaggerated.
2: It has to be. There's no what it seems so unreal.
1: As one person said, it averages to once an hour, point seven four times an hour actually. I do think some cop just said she called like once every hour every day for half a year and an intrepid report what a K Ty calculator sent that to print.
4: Mm. I mean that's just uh
2: insane is the word you're looking for.
4: And, and the article even says that she called more than 900 times a day, at least once.
1: Here's something. Speed dial, hang up, speed dial, hang up, repeat. I could get at least six calls through a minute assuming it takes ten seconds for one complete cycle, assuming for the 110 center to pick up. Using that method, I could call over a thousand times in only three hours. And everyone's saying something she just needs, she's, she she has issues, which, is, which would probably explain a lot. Mm. moving on.
4: Children threatened with death if school doesn't cancel Bonan and Kai. The fuck?
1: I went to one of those last year um uh, last year. It was really fun.
4: Uh Police in Miyagi Prefecture said Friday that the Miyagi Board of Education received a threatening note in the mail on Wednesday in which the writer promised to kill a number of children if the staff at an elementary school did not cancel this year's end-of-year party. According to the police, the writer of the note threatened to target children on their way to school sometime after Friday morning. TBS reported that police and parents were on the streets frequented by children who walked to school, but there were no incidents. But they decided to cancel the party anyway.
2: That's unfair to the kids. Yeah. Because some lunatic, like, th- like some lunatic offered a threat that he couldn't possibly, or, okay, wouldn't possibly follow up on. And these kids got to miss out on their party. That's not well, fair. The thing
4: is, there are two, usually two different parties. Usually, there's an end of year school party for kids, and usually, there's an end of year school party for teachers. Mm. So, if he wasn't exactly specific on which one they were talking about, they would have to cancel both.
1: But it was just the end of the bonacai, which is the end of the year party, not the school year. Pretty much, you know how we we have our New Year's Eve party. Bone and Kai is before that. It's the end of the year party. So.
4: Yeah, it's the party yeah. usually the night before. hmm But with an elementary school, you would probably have it before the break. Yeah. Because they get like two or three days, I think. Or is that no? They get a week. I oh, think okay. that's. I think that's their winter. their winter break, break, I think they get like two or three weeks.
3: Mm.
1: Fair enough. Just on a side note, I'm still trying to find this one webcomic. Can't find it. But it's leading into images of homestuck cosplay. Oh. That makes no damn sense. That makes absolutely no fucking sense.
3: And we got I, one more story I, that I, you
1: to know, go through. I'm just not, not going to find
4: it. So. It's not worth it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, mind if I take this last one? Go too? for it. Don't own a TV? HK doesn't care. They still want your money. Paying taxes works a little differently in Japan. Often, large companies will similarly deduct required income tax from employees' paychecks and even file the necessary paperwork for them. On the other hand, workers have had their earnings taxed twice with residen- with res- residency taxes, which are based on their income from the previous year and must be paid quarterly. Unless like in-
1: unless you live here in New York, those residency taxes are taken every time you get paid.
2: Like most things in Japan, resident taxes can be paid with a fat wad of cash at the convenience store. But perhaps the weirdest of all government fees the Perhaps the weirdest of all are government fees for public television in Japan. Not only do the bill collectors go door to door soliciting payment, but some administrators are looking to make people pay for the the fees where they own a TV or not. Public TV in Japan is administered by the broadcasting organization NHK. The quirkiness of NHK fees doesn't stop with a legion of elderly bill collectors that dispatches knock on citizens' doors to collect annual fees, which are thirteen thousand six hundred yen or twenty four thousand 1090 yen for owners of satellite tvs despite their widespread unpopularity though the law states no penalties for non-payment so there's no incentive to give these people any money (laughs) japan like most prosperous nations has seen tv viewership viewership steadily drop as people turn increasingly to the internet for their news and information many of the younger generation are finding they can make do without owning a television and the easiest way to shoo away a fee collector from the NHK simply by saying, Sorry, I don't have a TV, as you give a half bow and gently close the door. However, since bill collectors like the jurisdiction to barge into homes to verify this, even people who have multiple 40 inch TVs hanging on their walls often claim to not own a set. <laughs> Nationwide, NHK says that only 73% of households pay the fees, with the lowest collection rates coming from urban centers such as Tokyo and Osaka, with a mere 60%. NHK's exclusive committee has floated a number of ideas on how to address this, including bring, bringing legal actions against households that have failed to pay. Recently leaked internal documents show how show another method for the, broadca- <clears throat> the broadcaster is considering. Petitioning to make payment of NHK fees mandatory even for households without a television set. Yeah, that'll go over like a fucking fart in church. Mm. Some people don't even like pay having, you know, state and local taxes taken out of their paychecks as it is. Yeah. Why
1: should I pay for, why should I pay for something that I don't even use? Because somebody else is going to use it. Well, that's not fair. You know.
2: That's not your problem. That's their problem. Mm Mm-hmm. God, and I thought the cable companies in this country were
1: nuts. What is this cable you speak of?
2: Nowadays, it's almost like a car payment. Like, you gotta, like, like uh, like, especially around here, like, every, like, six months or 12 months happen, like, go by and uh, the the deal that we had signed up for is about to expire. We call them up and we say, yeah, I got a better deal from uh, one of your competitors, and that's the, that's how you uh, keep the, your rates from growing up and occasionally get, you know, little perks thrown on the side.
1: See, for me... Because
2: they'll, they'll risk keeping you as a customer and getting not as much from you rather than you giving all your money to someone else.
1: See, I don't... See, that's why I'm kind of cool with Verizon, because when my contract expires, I can just re-up my contract with the same rates and get another gift card. So... Over,
2: I thought uh, Verizon did not like, stop sending me shit in the mail because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't... I'm not the one who controls the uh, cable from here, yet I still get stuff addressed specifically to me, and I'm like, hey, if you're going to keep sending me this stuff... Which I'm not going to get it anyway. Is there any way you can just give me the $300 gift card, <laughs> just as a way to say I'm sorry for harass for sending you all this shit when you don't want it? Look, yeah, that doesn't happen
1: in the UK. You have when you have to you have to get a TV license. Now, I don't know if they still do this, but they would send like co- like v- trucks out with like a satellite to determine if you have a TV or not by che- checking if you have a signal or something like that. I don't know if they still do that, though. Something I read... License
2: to own a TV?
1: Yep. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. And much props to Mako, who found the Taylor Swift webcomic.
4: Which wasn't very hard. I just put in Taylor Swift comic, and it was, like, the first one.
1: I put in Taylor Swift webcomic. Did you go to Google.com and do the search, or you did it from the search bar?
4: Mm, From the search bar.
2: Do I want to know what this comic looks like?
1: Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's in it's in the chat. Yeah, you've probably seen it.
4: No. Yeah, and then up up on the top, I saw what you were uh, what you were talking about. Yep,
1: that one.
2: No, this is this is new to me, but uh, it's oddly accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Though I'm pretty sure that uh. Scrooge McDuck would take would take issue with the uh, them with her using his uh, money vault as a uh, an example of how wealthy she is.
1: Mm, probably like, so. And why... what's this
2: Daph bitch doing in here? Get out of here! It's time for me morning swim.
1: And why the hell are people adding me to Google Plus?
2: I don't use Google Plus. I don't even have a Google Plus account. Much to uh Google chagrin.
1: Yeah, keep posting on YouTube, see what happens.
4: Yeah, my, uh, I'm amused with the, uh, Scott Pilgrim, Taylor Swift comic, where they both profess their love, but Taylor Swift goes, you have to defeat all my exes, and he just goes, shit. <laughs> yeah, I've, that I've seen.
2: The fucking army. <laughs>
1: All right. Shall we go ahead and take our final break?
2: Sure. Let's yes. do that.
1: All right. We'll be back, people. She's not- ...episode of Anime Jam Session. A throwback, if you say, since we're uh, taping right now. So, the audio quality may be slightly different. Your mileage may vary. But don't worry, we'll be back live next week with a brand new episode. Actually, we'll be live for two more episodes before we go on break. Next week is a normal episode. Then the week after that is our Drunken Christmas Special. (laughs) <laughs> and then we're taking off that following week because it's New Year's and we'll be back uh, January 7th 2014 where we'll do our 2013 year in review we'll have some information up in regards to the, our Drunken Christmas special how you can participate and so forth so stay tuned to our Facebook uh, page and most likely our website as well for more information so if you like what you heard, tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so on and so forth. This is how we do. This is how we roll. We're independent bloggers, so we're telling you exactly how it is. We're not biased. We're only biased if you, if you pay us. Starting bids like around 15 grand per person. Hey, we got bills too, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Let uh, me let me pull this page back up. There we go. Check out our website at um, New Our uh, latest podcast is up there, along with information about the whole AkiCon incident. If you haven't heard about it by now through um, resources, it's definitely there. If for some reason you can't access it through various reasons, we did talk about it on the podcast, you can find this at... Um, Anime jam but for some reason you can't get to that, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and Tunein Radio Pro. If you want to drop us a line and tell us what we tell us what you think of the show, hit us up at, at podcast at anime P O D C A S T at Animajam dot com. YouTube, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. Um because of my of work tomorrow, the time I'm getting back in, I only have like one more video from Castle Point to edit, and I should have all the Castle Point videos up tomorrow, hopefully. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, you can find me at DJ Ron S, Ari is at RE22682, and Mako's at Jupe Luna. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime Jam session. Follow us there for all the latest from photos, videos, articles, everything. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at DJ Ron Mas, Ari's at the Ari Man, and Mako is at Joe Vedeira. Uh, Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com/slash Anime Jam Session. And right now we are at 2,643 fans. Today I have to say thank you. If it wasn't for you guys. Listening to us, liking the photos, videos, everything, all that cool stuff, we wouldn't be able to keep doing this. As long as you keep liking it, we'll keep adding more content. I know content hasn't been much lately, because I've been working and the commute back and forth has been kicking my ass, but um I'm trying. I did finally get around to watermarking the, the Nauticon photos. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get them up late tonight, so please enjoy if not tonight, tomorrow, or Wednesday. Um, we're also on Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash imdjrana s. You can find Mako at Mako, no, Makoto, Mako Chankino. And you can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. Definitely follow us, and you see some of the crazy shit that we talk about on the regular. But like I said, it's the we're on the VOG Network, live, normally live Tuesdays at 930 Eastern. Eastern, encores at 1pm Thursday Eastern, but we're VOG, Voice of Geeks, VOG. This is more to us than just anime. If you like television, books, music, pop culture, British programming, check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts with four different point of views on, on any of those awesome topics you can find throughout the week. If you like what we do on the regular, and you want to hear more from a female perspective, check out Electric Sisterhood, Tuesday nights at 8. They're on before us, so listen to them, enjoy our pre-show, and then head on into Wow Wednesdays. It's Girls Gone Wild, Wednesdays at 12, followed by Horde House, Wednesdays at 10pm, which is now live. So definitely check them out. And then on Sundays, it's the power block. It's the foundation of the VOG network, the cornerstone programming of this network. The Bobby Blackwolf show, which is Sundays at eight, and Orange Lodge Radio, which is Sundays at nine. Video game talk, video game lifestyle, video game opinion, the whole nine yards. If you wanna hear independent voices on video games from independent people, that's where you go. So, let's go around the room for... Okay, around the Skype room for last words. Ari.
2: Uh, well, when I get paid next week, I'll finally be able to actually do Christmas shopping.
3: Hmm.
1: Maka?
4: Yeah, my Christmas shopping is... Cookies.
2: <laughs> uh, my Christmas. some? Hmm?
4: Well... Yeah.
1: Actually, my Christmas shopping is practically done I am doing Amazon gift cards So as soon as I get my next paycheck I'm just logging on to Amazon Just punching in email addresses Gift card, gift card, gift card, gift card, gift card, gift card
3: Done Ooh. What?
1: You actually got some I actually got you something physical So don't you start Ooh, <laughs> you keep. I, 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 will take the game back.
4: Hey, I'll keep yours.
1: That's okay. I'll order one of my own. Mhm. I did order a Venus plushie. Yeah. It'll be here sometime next week. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And your mama.
4: Yeah, that bitch too. <laughs>
1: God, Jesus Christ, Mako. <laughs> all, right, all,
4: right,
1: all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all
4: right. Come on, I'm getting punchy. I'm tired. You're always punchy. <laughs> Only with you, heart punch. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah, why are you? Why I will? All right thanks for listening thanks for supporting us like I said we'll be back next week live and the following week will be our final episode of the year our drunken special don't miss it so I'm Ranma I'm Ari and I'm Mako-chan great fight great night see you next week I'm out of here Oh yeah, bitches
4: night
1: I forgot to do my last words, but whatever say goodnight Mako-chan
4: Good night, Mako-chan.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animegemsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane. <laughs>